Welcome to the Undercurrent Podcast. I'm your host, Liana Lumawig, life coach, surfer, and ex-corporate girl living in Bali. I've been in unfulfilling jobs and relationships that used to drain my energy and confidence to the point where I was miserable. If you can relate, this podcast is for you. I'm here to tell you that you don't have to stay stuck and settle for anything less than what makes you happy. You can choose how to work, love, and live on your terms. And this podcast will show you how. Let's dive in. I want you to finish this statement. I would really impress myself if by the end of the year, I, again, I would really impress myself if by the end of the year, I, what comes to mind when you finish that statement? Is it work-related, health-related, money, or does it have something to do with your love life? When we ask powerful questions, we open our minds to new possibilities and ideas. It puts us in a place of imagination and curiosity. And for a brief moment, we get to daydream a bit about what life would be like. And sometimes these moments last and they can be life-changing where we can take immediate actions towards these big ideas, but most of the time, it doesn't last at all. So doubt starts to kick in, we start to go about our day, we get distracted, we procrastinate, or we just simply don't want to prioritize some of this big life stuff right now. But what if there was a way that you could make continual progress on your goals and really impress yourself and design your life on your terms just by asking questions? What if you could make 100000 this year? What if you could start this business or go around the world on that solo trip, learn a new language, and find true love? What if there was a powerful way for you to make progress on these goals all by asking yourself powerful questions? So if you're interested in creating more of something in your life, like money or freedom or joy, or you're motivated to get unstuck or change something about your job, your relationship, or get out of a funk, or you're just a personal growth junkie like me and you want to gain more self-awareness, well, this podcast episode is for you. When I hired my first coach, I was introduced to the concept of asking powerful questions. So powerful questions are a series of open-ended questions where I could answer freely, kind of like the first question I asked at the beginning. So when my coach asked, what would your ideal career look like for you? I mentioned that I wanted to live in a tropical place. I wanted to surf every day. I wanted to wake up without an alarm clock, which was huge for me because I hated my alarm clock. I would want to coach clients from all around the world where I could design and run retreats and workshops and programs. And I absolutely did not want to work in corporate anymore. I did not want to work the nine to five schedule. At the time, it seemed like a really far-fetched idea because it was so outside of what my normal life looked like. But she encouraged me to write this all down and read it out loud as often as I could. So I did, and I printed it out, I put it on my phone, I kept it next to my bed, and I read it. And sometimes I felt silly reading it because it was almost like I was fantasizing about a life that maybe couldn't even exist and I was wasting my time. But I gave myself a time frame of six months from when I was first asked this powerful question to quit my corporate job and actually make it happen. Months passed, 
I didn't know what I was going to do about it because there was no real progress I thought was being made. And I even ended up getting laid off and not knowing what to do and felt stuck. So I asked myself this crazy question again, like what would it take for me to go all in on my new career? I would have to, you know, I came up with the answer of I'd have to cut out my expenses and leave San Francisco. I'd have to move out of my apartment, which I was paying over $2,000 for a small room in a three-bedroom apartment where I actually even shared a bathroom. (laughs) It's crazy to think about it first, but then I started to seriously entertain this idea. You know, at first I was so attached to living in San Francisco, but this attachment was actually limiting my options and keeping me in this same situation. I decided, you know what? I want to take a long break and go on my first international trip. I'd never taken more than a two-week vacation, so I wanted to do this for myself and go on the solo trip. I left San Francisco, I moved all of my things to my dad's house, and traveled to Southeast Asia with no end date. And after I landed in Bali, I realized, whoa, this might be the tropical place that I was dreaming about in my vision or in that in my answer to my first coach. And I realized that I wanted to stay on the island more, more than I wanted to travel the world. So I asked myself another powerful question. What would it take for me to create a life here in Bali and live here full time? And the answer that came up was, all I needed was one more client to feel secure financially. There was nothing else holding me back at the time. I had everything I needed. I ended up attracting that one client I needed within a week, which was crazy. It reminded me of that Paulo Coelho quote, if you want something, all the universe conspires to help you achieve it. And this was definitely one of those magic moments for me. I share this story because if I had asked myself a different question, if I had asked myself a question that was very specific, that was more like, how do you leave corporate move to Bali indefinitely. I would have been so stuck on all of the details. I would have been overthinking and overplanning this whole grand plan that I thought I needed. You know, I would have been thinking about all of the things I needed to pack, all of the things that I needed to survive, and shots and all of these things. And it might have stopped me from actually executing on this plan. But because I was already here visiting, I was able to bypass the step of overthinking and overplanning and just make it happen. So instead of working on the how, the how already worked itself out. So you might be thinking that this is kind of woo-woo, like just because I think about something, it becomes a reality. And yes, yeah, that sounds kind of woo-woo and spiritual and very Bali, but there's also science that proves how powerful our thoughts are. So neuroscience discovered that our repetitive thoughts do have power. They form neural pathways. The, you know, have you heard of that term, neurons that fire together get wired together? So the more that you have a certain thought or belief that you repeat in your mind, the stronger the neural pathways in your mind become, and the more automatically they become our go-to pattern of perceiving. So consistently asking yourself the right questions and reading the answers back to yourself can really make a difference. I'm going to share with you the exact questions I asked myself, and I also asked my clients to design their ideal lives. 
And I encourage you to ask yourself these questions to get your ideas flowing and your heart fluttering. And keep the answers close to you and be open to how it will all eventually work out. The first powerful question is, on a scale of 1 to 10, how happy or satisfied are you with your life right now? You know, it's important to evaluate where you are in your life. This question can help you measure and visualize so you can take solid steps towards improvement. You can even break it down into different areas of your life, like money, career, relationships, health, and fun. So for example, let's say that you are wanting to focus on your career and you are five out of 10 satisfied. Maybe you enjoy the perks and having a stable paycheck, but you're not really connected to your work. Maybe your values are misaligned with the company values or something like that. You have a dream of increasing your number to 10 out of 10. So if that's the case, ask yourself, what would a 10 out of 10 look like? Would you have your own business or work your own hours? Would you be completely remote? Would you work for a conscious company that aligns with your core values? This question can open up so many other questions for you to design your life on your terms. Question number two, if you could wave a magic wand and change one thing about your life, what would it be? So I have a client, I'll call her T, who was in a job for 14 years and she hated it. <laughs> but she was also double digit thousands in debt and she wanted to leave her job and make her own hours, but she didn't know how to make the transition. And because of her debt and not really knowing what to do next, she really didn't have a plan to make a transition. She decided at one point she wanted to transition into real estate and pursue that path, but the journey was definitely not easy for her. You know, she the, the ramp up was hard. She even worked for Uber. She moved in with her parents all while she was ramping up. But eventually, she was able to build up a pipeline of clients to the point where she had consistent clients. She paid off all of her debt. Not only that, she now has a ton of savings where she's now able to achieve her dream of traveling around the world without even having to work for at least a year. So she has that much saved on top of paying off all of her debt, which is amazing. She's now investing her money wisely. She's exploring options of how to generate an income while she's overseas. And I know that she's going to figure it all out because she's achieved all of her goals and then some. And she's just amazing. Question number three is, how do you want to feel? And this could be, how do you want to feel at the end of the day? Or how do you want to consistently feel? I asked my client, N, this question. She wanted to feel more peace every day. And through the self-exploration exercises that we did, she realized that being in nature gave her the feeling of peace every day. She made it a priority to connect with nature as often as she could. So she started deliberately spending more time outside. She started taking walks and being more present with her surroundings and realized that living in San Francisco, where she lived at the time, was no longer serving her in the same way that it was years prior to that. So she and her boyfriend decided to leave the city and find a place with more space that offered more opportunities to connect with nature 
So they ended up moving to the peninsula in the Bay Area where they are happier. They enjoy more of the space and the peace and quiet and the nature. Question number four is, what are activities that you enjoy doing so much that time stops? Well, you're in the flow. This question can help you not only do more of the things that you love, but it can positively influence other areas of your life and even change the course of your career. Like my client Kay, she was in a toxic work environment where she was being bullied. And I know what that's like. It is not a fun experience. It definitely wanes on your mental health. And if you're in this similar position, I would definitely encourage you to reevaluate your working situation. So that's what she did. Kay decided to make a shift in her career she found a role that was a much better fit for her and her mental health. Her new boss loved her and she loved everyone in the office. She realized that she wanted to explore working on a side hustle and decided to work part-time hours. So I asked her this question, what are activities that you enjoy doing so much that time stops? And after having a think about it, she realized that she loved her spa appointments. She loved getting facials and getting her lashes done and realized that's it. Like, that's what I want to do. That's what I want my side hustle to be. So even though she was a mother and the breadwinner of her family, she hustled and took the time to go back to school to become an esthetician because she loved how she felt when she was getting her own treatments and she wanted to be able to provide that for her clients. So she created the time to turn her passion into a business. So now she has a business doing what she loved and it stemmed from a hobby of hers. And if you're in the Bay Area, go check her out. She's amazing. It's Kimberly's Facials. She's super passionate about her work. I know that you're going to be taken care of. Question number five. What is a secret passion of yours? This question changed my life in so many ways. So most of you guys listening know how much I love surfing. And it's the, actually the reason why I visited Bali in the first place. And is also one of the reasons why the podcast is called The Undercurrent Podcast. But I didn't always used to be a surfer. I actually used to be afraid of the water. I had a bad experience as a kid. So even till this day, I don't identify as a good swimmer. Like I can't even be in the middle of a pool unless my feet can reach the ground with my head above water or I'm on the perimeter of the pool where I'm holding onto the edge. <laughs> so that's why I've always had a secret passion for surfing because it was always something that I was afraid to do and I didn't think that I'd ever be good at it. And back in Hawaii in 2007, I got a surf lesson where, you know, you're on this long, big foam board and you're pushed into these baby waves, but it lit something up in me. I was so stoked that the day I got back from Hawaii, I ended up booking my next trip to Hawaii again. And I realized, oh, I want to keep doing this, but I can't keep flying to Hawaii every time I wanted to surf. So living in California, I got a surfboard and a wetsuit and I started surfing a lot in Santa Cruz but it wasn't the same experience. It was super cold. There was like a bunch of seaweed everywhere. You had to get in and out of this like really thick wetsuit. 
And the vibes were a lot different. So it wasn't tropical and warm like it was in Hawaii. And when I moved to Utah uh, back in 2011, I realized how much I missed the ocean. So I moved back to San Francisco in 2013 and started surfing a bunch more and braved the cold ocean. So I started going out a lot by myself and ended up making some really good friends that I'm good friends with till today and started taking surfing more seriously. My love for surfing grew so much that it was the primary reason why I was so excited to visit Bali back in 2015 to check out the epic waves here. And you know what? It's been home ever since. It's been six years. Question number six. What is getting in your way? You know, sometimes it's not the actual thing that you fear is hard. It's actually pretty easy. It's more about the story that we attach to it. When I think about the fear that I had starting this podcast and getting everything in line to launch it, you know, it wasn't that hard. It was just time consuming. And I had to learn a lot of things that I just wasn't familiar with. And when there are things that are new or unfamiliar, we fear them. And now that I'm talking to you now, I mean, it's not that hard. I do this every week and it's actually quite enjoyable. According to the author Adam Smith, the top 10 fears that are getting in your way of success are the fear of inadequacy, uncertainty, failure, rejection, the fear of missing out, the fear of change, losing control, being judged, the fear of something bad happening, and the fear of getting hurt. So these are all fears that are attached to stories in our mind of, about what can go wrong. This type of fear stops us from going for what we truly want. And I talk more about this topic in episodes 13, all about limiting beliefs, and episode number 17 from last week, how to stop worrying about what other people think. So if you take the time to figure out that the thing that you fear might actually be a made-up story, it might help you realize that you're just getting in your own way. And hopefully you'll get more motivation and courage just to go for it, whatever it is. And lastly, question number seven, what is the one thing you can do today to move your life in the direction that you want to go? I have a client, E. She came to me because she was feeling stuck and unsatisfied with her life. She was recovering from an injury. She was not working out as much. She was overworking at work, and it was taking over her schedule. Also, she didn't have a social life because it was during the pandemic. She felt like she didn't have the time or motivation or energy to do anything that she enjoyed and almost went looking for another job because she was feeling so frustrated because she just wasn't feeling like herself anymore. And after failed attempts at getting back to a solid routine, she was powerless. And she was trying to get back on this routine and failing at every attempt because she was trying to go big. Like, I want to go to this, I want to get into shape, so I'm gonna go to the gym like five times per week. And sometimes it does work, but this was just too big of a step for her. So we decided that we would start super small and set goals that were really achievable, like so achievable that we made a joke out of it. So I suggested, okay, let's just commit to something super small like six minutes of walking per day. 
And you can count around the building. You can count walking to the printer from your desk, walking from your car to the office. We made everything count. And what ended up happening was that she was starting to take longer and longer walks and longer distances. So she started hiking even. And now she hikes an average of over six miles on each hike. So she went from six minutes per day to six miles on average. And now hiking is a hobby and a priority of hers. She doesn't stretch herself thin at work anymore. She's got better boundaries and delegates a lot of tasks to her team because she's like, hey, I got to go hiking. <laughs> she's able to lead better, be more present, and is happier every single day. She's even giving motivational speeches at work, <laughs> which is, I, just, I think that's amazing. So she's gained the confidence back that she thought she lost and achieved all of the goals that we had set since working together. And it all started by starting small. So I want you to seriously think about the one thing you can do to move your life forward. And it could be really, really small, like my client E. Maybe you want to start with answering the questions from this podcast episode in your journal today. Maybe it's clearing out a space for you at home to work on your passion project. Or maybe it's taking a course or a workshop. I hope that these questions will help you design the life that you really want to live. And if you want to take this work even further, I want to invite you to a free life design workshop I'm hosting next week on August 11th at 5 p.m. Pacific time. It's called All the Way Up, Three Secrets to Stop Playing Small and Create the Exact Life You Want. And it's going to be live. So join me. I'm super excited about hosting this workshop because I'm going to be sharing some really valuable insights and useful exercises to help you get unstuck if you're feeling that way, to help you generate momentum and create more time, freedom, money, or joy, or whatever it is that you want in your life. You can register on my website, lianalumawi.com slash three secrets. So it's the number three secrets. I'll also share the link in the show notes, but before I go, I want to leave you with a quote from the wise Albert Einstein. He says, The true sign of intelligence is not knowledge, but imagination. So if you've got big ideas on where you want to take your career, your bank account, your love life, whatever it is, don't be afraid to go for it. If you can imagine it, it's possible. So thanks for listening and take care, my friends. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Undercurrent Podcast. If we're not yet connected on Instagram, give me a follow at Liana Lumawig and at The Undercurrent Podcast for more tips on how to design your life on your terms. Or if you'd like to reach out, visit lianalumawig.com or you can always DM me on Instagram at The Undercurrent Podcast. Take care, my friends, and see you next week.